0: Hey, what up, though? And welcome back to another episode of the Black Friday's podcast. Y'all already know what it is. It's your favorite host on the microphone, Denzel Turner. And you already know how we do. I had another dope, super dynamic guest pull up to the podcast. And when I say dynamic, I'm talking about this brother is out here producing. This brother is out here writing. He's also directing his own music videos, which you do not see nowadays. Triple, maybe even quadruple threat and i'm super blessed to be able to have him on the podcast everybody make sure you show some love to my brother diaz man listening to this interview you're gonna see firsthand how marcus was able to take his passion of music and turn that into an opportunity to work with some rap legends and super dope creative so without further ado let's get into the episode run that intro
1: <laughs> when you sell beasts, you don't want to sell yourself short like the the you spend hundreds on Um, hundreds on um, computer software, like maybe thousands on equipment. And then you turn around and you sell your beat for 50 to $25. Like it's (laughs) not, you never going to get back in the, in the black with doing that. You know what I'm saying? Also, I guess it would also be based on your skill too.
0: welcome back to the black fridays podcast i have another talented dope individual on the podcast somebody that i've known for quite some time and been really dope to see them grow their skills and their brand and their overall presence somebody who is nice with the pen somebody hey. who's nice in the studio producing I'm and a lawyer, also no. i had to test this out but allegedly they good with video games also
1: come on now <laughs> I've been doing that longer than the other two
0: <laughs> so you you heard it here first but the the voice and the face that you see None other than Marcus, aka my brother Diz. Hey, to the
1: what's up? Thank you, thank you, thanks for having
0: me, man. I'm having a great time already, of course, of course, man. I appreciate you pulling up. And um, before we get into it, I want to ask you first if you could let us know a little bit more about the person, the talent that is my brother Diz, and, and give us okay. a rundown about yourself.
1: All right, hey, well, uh, government name Marcus Sellers, go by my brother Diz. Uh, named after my producer tag. My brother Diz made this from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, grew up on Seven Mile and uh, near Greenfield. So like Coyle and Curtis near Peterson Park. Then I moved over to Seven Mile, Livernois. Um, I've been doing music since, i say I, t- I professionally, like taking it serious and actually promote, like, uh, you know, trying to drop it to the world. I started that freshman year in college. Uh, but I've been making like beats and writing. I've been writing since middle school, and I've been making beats since uh, I was fourteen. First, like freshman year, cast cast day. Um, yeah, it's just it's just been a, a something that I've been passionate about. It's something that I I, I do regularly. Um, my major. Well, I'm not gonna jump right to like big things yet, but yeah, I've been doing music since I was, (laughs) you know, a a wee lad, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, it's it's just been a journey. I've been doing it just because I love it, and things have just been opening up because of that, so... Dope, dope. I definitely
0: going to ask you when did you start taking it seriously because we go back mm-hmm. to high school and I remember you rapping in high school, but yeah. back then everybody thought they was going to be a <laughs> rapper, but it was very few people who like took it seriously. Yeah. So like that, I was going to ask like when did you, when did you like to be like okay, you know, I can I can actually make a career of this, but you said it was your your freshman year in college, right?
1: Yeah, freshman year in college. I feel like. <laughs> if anything college brought me was just networking and just putting my, like feed me to the wolves, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, colleges, it's usually their own little ecosystem and demographic. They got specific, uh, you know, uh, people that, uh, like different groups that just exist on the college campus, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's a lot easier to get your name out and and, and be more than just, oh, that's Marcus. So I I met up with um, a friend, another uh, cast technician, uh, Young Slaps, Tyrell Mm Slappy, And ever since we linked during that time, we just started making music. He, you know, found out to make beats, found out to write, found out he write, And that's just, that's how simple it gets, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) when you're that young. So we just started writing and we, we used to record on our little MacBook Pro speaker or MacBook speakers. And then we, you know, after it sounded terrible for so long, uh, we was like, you know what, maybe we should invest in a mic. We're going to take the series. So we, we got a, you know, a nice little USB mic that up the quality a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, college kind of just opened up that, I don't know, that doorway for me because I can drop my music, release it and have immediate feedback, and mm. you know, like amongst my friend circle amongst like, um, just peers uh, in my in my freshman class, you know, every Friday at state is a party. So mm-hmm. you know, you got you either go to the club, you go to one of the the big buildings on campus, but it's gonna be a party. Mm-hmm. And because um, Tyrell or Young Slaps was so connected with like party promoters, and he was also in fraternity, Iota Phi Theta. Um, that kind of also opened up a doorway for us to just perform whenever we want because people mm-hmm. just be like, Hey, I, I rock with them. I like their music. So here you get 30, you know, 30 minutes real quick. They'll slow the party down and you're good. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we did. We just made music performed um, at like every party and people just started to know us. Even if you didn't like our music, you just know, Oh, that slaps and dead They about to perform today. It is what it is. This is what right. they do. Right. So <laughs> that's kind of how that, you know, uh, started. And- Right.
0: And that's that's super dope origin story because, yeah, Slaps definitely know the whole city and uh, we we know a ton (laughs) of people in common. And I just met him uh, probably within the last year, like actually Mm -hmm. had a conversation. So it's just uh, you realize how small detroit is how small the world is when you start to get those connections but like you said start to open up doors for y'all which is super dope and be able to start to work and perfect your craft even in those in those earlier stages and speaking of the music and uh i want to introduce you to my favorite segment of black friday so it's called freestyle fridays Now, uh, you may, <laughs> now I, you may take this challenge. Um, I offer it to others. Some people took me up on it. Some, some have it, but okay. the, or the original freestyle Fridays is simply just random assortment of questions. They're all about you. All you gotta okay. do is answer everyone and answer honestly. But, you know, since you are my brother Diz, if you wanted to, you know, bless us with a freestyle or what have you, you know, I don't have okay. no money. I don't have the money to pay you. Uh, I can barely afford this interview. But, you know, if you want to bless us with a freestyle, we can get in that as well. Or you can just play the regular version of Freestyle Friday. There's no pressure. <laughs>
1: Hmm, let's do the regular version only because I wasn't prepared for the freestyle. Sure, and for I sure. can't be like first, first <laughs> meeting, and like this. He okay accolades and stuff. Let me hear what he got. Trash. I don't <laughs> know what that to be <laughs> <The> first. <laughs> my freestyle game is terrible, I did not
0: have a verse on top. But the pen, nice. That's all. Pen that matters. So nice. The pen is nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and get into it. So, uh so we met in high school. I want to know what's your fondest memory from high school?
1: Mm, fondest memory from high school? <laughs> Honestly, it was the stairs. Cash Tech is known for having some stairs, boy. I yes. tell you. Yeah. So I know you into you're big into video
0: games. I think the, I remember one time when when GTA. Five first came out. I remember mm. seeing you at, in line at GameStop when that was a thing when people still waited in line for right. games.
1: So I know you're a big gamer. What what you playing right now? Right now, I'm actually <laughs> I'm playing Final Fantasy, the remake. I mean Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, apparently, Final Fantasy VII, the original one, came out on PlayStation One. Mm. It's like this uh, main staple of like if you game, you gotta love this game. And yep. Me, I never played it. So I'm playing the remake (laughs) for the first time. I'm like, okay, I'm sure it didn't, it didn't play nothing like this, but this is a good time right here. And then what else I'm playing? I'm playing, um, uh, I just, I just started this game called, well, I'm in the middle of playing this game called Returnal. Um, it's very interesting. You kind of got to beat the game in one shot. Like it's Mm -hmm. a, it's a game that if you die, you start from the beginning every time, but you could keep certain upgrades and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it helps like it, in the event that you die getting back to where you was is a lot easier because whatever progression you made um but other than that i'm usually playing 2k madden you know the usual uh waiting for the new 2k to drop a new Madden just dropped so i'll be playing online and i like to play on my twitch uh i got it set up so now when i'm playing with my boy like on madden we be having some great conversation we be real competitive <laughs> you know what i'm saying talking Talking mess or whatever, so um, they, the people can re, can hear that when when I'm streaming from my Twitch and this is always a good time. It's always a good time, no doubt, no doubt. You do it for real. I, I do it for play now because I, I barely,
0: <laughs> I, I haven't turned my system on in months. So yeah, I, I'm man. a, I'm ashamed to myself and <laughs> the gaming community. <laughs> hey man, people get busy, man. This is true. This is true. Uh, if you could, I'm gonna hit you with a tough one. If you could only do one for the rest of your life, and you couldn't do the other, would you rather mm. write or would you rather make beats? Mm.
1: Honestly, I'd rather make beats. Mm. I'd rather get into the production because you know, honestly, the production, the, both of them, uh, played a part in the uh, like any accolades I, I had, so or any like any dope moments I had. So, like. I say the writing helped me help me network with artists. those artists need beats, so then I'm also a producer, so then that's quick little quick little bag right there good mm-hmm. it's a good um it's just a good way to stand out and have a person you like, okay, you spit and you make beats. um kind of got sidetracked, but the main thing is the beats the beats i I've actually it's something about the like the construction of making a beat, like the sitting there listening to 30 different snares Mm -hmm. or a hundred different snares just for like (laughs) maybe three seconds of song. Like, is (laughs) this something it's, it's, it it can be tenuous. I mean, strenuous, it can be like, yo, is he going to move on to the next part of the beat? But I don't know why it's yeah. Yeah. Satisfying. It's like, I built this with my hands. Like I did all this by hands and ear. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and like I said, my beats is kind of... I'm more well-known with the beats now as far as like people that's not from here or people that don't know, know me personally, they know me from beats. Mm-hmm. Um, I had... Um, so, in 2019, I did a weekly series with King Crook. It's actually Crook's mm-hmm. weekly series. Crooked Eye, a.k.a. King Crooked. Used to be signed to um, Shady records of shady aftermath with slaughterhouse with joe bud and royce joel um i did i had the opportunity to do the weekly series he used to do back in like 2009 i think he would drop a song every week for a year and he just took a classic hip-hop beat and just rapped over it this time around he wants to do the same thing except he wanted to have a flip and how i met with him was through beats and um I have a fellow uh, friend, artist, Universal. Shout out to you he's from the Bronx, and he's living here in Detroit. Um, he actually put me on because I was doing a project for him. Mm. He he asked me to send him uh, two beats, two samples. One of them was like a Warren Hill sample of Ula, not Ula, what's it called Fuji La, yep. and um, um, and then another one was a sample for Tupac Hail Mary. So I, I did a flip of those two samples, made, a, made those beats, sent it to him. Apparently the song was supposed to feature King Crooked, Crooked, Eye. So he sent him both beats, like which one do you like? So he picked the one that he wanted to rap on with Universal, but then he was like, Who made this other one? He's like, Oh, it's my boy Diz. My boy Diz made it. You want me to uh you know pass your information along or his information on to you? He's like, Yeah, let's do that. He hit me back, like, yo, uh, I'm supposed to do a song with Crooked Eye. He wants you to know. I mean, he wants to know if he can. Uh, he could talk to you. Can I send him your number? I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's the <laughs> opportunity right there. So he sent my my number along, and he hit me up like ten minutes later. He called me like, "Yo, what's up? What's up? This uh, this is Crooked. How you doing?" I'm like, "No, I'm doing good." And he he told me the idea that he had. Um, well, first he asked me for the original beat. I mean, for that other beat that Universal didn't get. Mm-hmm. So he took that and he dropped um uh 92, 92 Gs 96 G. And then he was like, How about this? I want to do um bring back the weeklies, I wanna flip classic records. The thing is, it's gonna take a lot of work. You know, I'm about to be knocking these out every week. You know, you think you can handle the workload? Are you down to do it? I'm like, yes. And boom, and there was history, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's cause of beats. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why I gotta lean towards
0: the beats. Shout out to you because you successfully passed Freestyle Fridays. So thank hey, you. Hey, for was crazy. And Gage Egg bars was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so if I could if I could get back into uh ask you more about your background and and career overall when would you so you had told us earlier that music became a thing for you early on so like you said you were writing and wanting to make beats when you were probably like in middle school Mm -hmm. before you got to high school when you got to college you really started to take it seriously and you had a chance to work on some dope projects like uh, you said with with King Crooked and and being able to produce for some other groups Um, I wanted to ask you as far as the business side goes. I saw you had made a post um a few days ago about uh ghost producing. Uh, oh, so if you, could, if you could break that down for us a little bit more, but um really want to understand like you said your business wasn't as tight, your beat, mm-hmm. your prices for uh, beats and what you would do for your work was low. When yeah. did you when did it click for you that you needed to uh rearrange those things? Because <laughs> I know for a lot of creatives, that's the tough part. Like you can go yeah. in, you can do your craft all day long, but making sure that your business is tight when people come to you and they want to work with you or, or ask you try to hire you for a project, how did you like tweak and make sure that those things were on point?
1: I'm going to say it's it's trial and error, honestly. Um, And also confidence. A lot of times with setting prices for yourself. you got to be confident that that's what you're worth. I think a lot of times we, especially producers that's like, you know, uh, unknown or, or, or uh, just coming up, just starting, they try to sell their, beats based off of what they think people would pay for them rather than what how how you feel they should be priced you kind of got to find a nice medium balance between that mm. uh also you kind of gotta go <laughs> when you sell beats you don't want to sell yourself short like the the you spend hundreds on um hundreds on um computer software like maybe thousands on equipment. And then you turn around and you sell your beat for 50 to $25. Like, <laughs> it's not... You're never going to get back in the, in the black with doing that. You know what I'm saying? Black. Also, I guess it would also be based on your skill, too. Uh, but really, I just learned all this kind of stuff just trial and error. Um, I think at some point, I just decided to increase my prices to where I think it's a, it's a good medium between what I can provide um, my, my sound compared to maybe cheaper producers um, and also still try to provide a value. Like, you know, this is a premium sound. I'm not going to charge you thousands, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to charge you eh, this amount. So, and I'm also, also work with budgets, you know, people, people don't just walk around with a lot of money. So, Mm-hmm. it's you know if you make it easier for them if you make it worth their while they'll pay mm-hmm. um and you just gotta have the confidence to be like yo this is this is what the price point is because i'm this good you can you, you reach out to me because of my talents so you obviously obviously have some worth to you this is what i can do and then um this is what i can provide if you provide this for me then i meet you halfway by saying, like, you know, we could break this up throughout the year. It don't got to be, you know, you don't got to pay me everything up front or pay me Mm -hmm. half up front and then have the other half once you're satisfied with the record. You know, that type of stuff just builds confidence. And also, kind of referring to what you were saying uh, about about my post, I did some, like, ghost production. Um, I I guess that's what you would call it. I don't know if it's the official name for it, but it's similar Mm -hmm. to, like, a DJ Khaled situation where he's not the one producing the records, you know. But he has the. Oh no, Wait! Wait!
0: Wait! Wait! You oh, you expose you exposing Khaled for not producing records. <laughs> is he not no. actually producing? I thought that was his. Oh. That was his thing. Like that's the he, that was the.
1: he does the overall production of the record. I would I would oh. more compare him to like a movie producer. So like a movie producer has the connections with the talent. And then the connections with the people to get the job done. They make sure everybody's there on time to get everybody in the room together. They match up, you know, they, they satisfies everybody's like requirements to get whatever done. That's kind of what he does. He's a, he's a DJ first and foremost. He can produce, he does produce records in the sense of, I'm going to get this guy to make the beat. I'm have this engineer. And I I know Jay-Z and Beyonce, they coming over for dinner. (laughs) I'm going to see if I can sneak them into the studio Gotcha. And then we could, you know, like that. So yeah, that's pro- that is still considered producing a record. But he ain't on the boards. He ain't on the boards. Like, okay. you know, I'm not saying he can't do that. He has, he right. does have credits, but right. mostly it's it's like I'm gonna bring all these elements together. Like, like the joint on his last album, um, with uh, Eminem and Kanye West. That's actually produced by Dr. Dre. Right, but, right. You know, it's it's on Cal's album because he put all the elements together. He know Dre. He he probably uses Dre connection to get him. And then, uh, you know, the Kanye thing, however he does it, that's that's the talent is being able to pull that off consistently. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. I don't know gotcha. nobody that got Jay-Z and Beyonce on every album. <laughs> that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you got to be doing It's a lot of work, I'm sure. I'm sure he, like, pulling, dragging people to the studio. Like, <laughs> right. so. so is that the uh, essence of ghost production? Like, yeah. That- so Florida I would be Fudo the 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 producer that that he hired to make the beat. Gotcha. So okay. it's a situation like that, and the plug I had. He's from Belize. Um, uh, again, something that I met through, um, doing the beats with Crook. You know, he just randomly reached out, and I he was I saw he was about his business, so I'm like, you know what, let's see what he's talking about. So, um, from Belize, uh, he he he. He does a lot of records for, um, he yeah, like I said, he basically does the DJ Khaled thing. He he finds producers that he that are dope. He got artists from Belize and like Jamaica, and he just combines the two. And then he just he goes under a different like alias that's not his official name, but it's like a persona. So yep, um, I, I that that was a situation. You know what I'm saying? Everything was everything was good business. It's just I didn't have. I don't know if I didn't have the confidence in myself when I set the price, or if I didn't think about like the long term, I was just like, okay, click bag, boom, and I'm done. Like I didn't really like look into the artist that he worked with or works with. So like I hear it's like two records that's out. One of them is kind of what I was expecting, how I was expecting them to perform, because it's not like a mainstream commercially record. It's 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 kind of a violent record, it's from a different, whole different artist. But the main artists, um, I think she goes by Lene. Uh, She's from Belize, and the record came out so dope that I produced. Mm -hmm. But the part that hurts for me is the back I'm like, I didn't have my back end right. I gave him a good upfront price to avoid the back end. Mm -hmm. If I knew the back end was going to look like that, I probably would (laughs) have made the upfront price a little higher. But, you know, that's just something that that happens. Um, You know, that's that's just the trials and tribulations of things. Uh, I feel like now, I would I would really think harder about the price set. You know, what I mean, I won't I wouldn't be afraid to give out a a ridiculous price so that we can work our way down. Because I'm a, I'm obviously an asset to have if that record came out like that. You know, what I mean, I think it's one of the. I went to her YouTube page. I think that's her second highest video stream. I think it's at like five million right now. Wow, views. We need, some, uh, we need to get, some. we need to get, we need to recoup some of that from them. You know what I'm saying? YouTube dollars. I'm just listening to it. And I'm like, I don't hear it. the other, the other thing about it. I don't know if it's just, I don't I just, I just don't think ghost Productions for me. I need to hear my name on the record, right? Like I got to hear that my brother did made this. I need people to know who originally made it. I don't want my name hidden in some like BMI catalog. I want my job right up front. You know what I mean? And I guess that's more of a just I'm an artist, and I'm sensitive about my edge type. Situation. Of course, of you know course. What I'm so, yeah.
0: So, are you working on any current projects? I know we talked about uh, I'll be uh, I got to put this in for my brother Floyd. I I asked you about the pre rolls too. Yeah. When is that coming out? So, aside yeah. from from that, are there any other projects that you're working on with other people that you might be able to talk about, or anything that you're really looking forward to?
1: I'll say um L is working on something. Uh, I can't get too much details on that, but he's definitely working on something. I think it's probably the, the dopest thing that I've been able to like help with apart uh as far as his music. L it's my brother, it's my rap partner. Um boy is fire, man. I, got, I don't even know understand <laughs> it. I feel like for this thing that he's working on, he kind of tapping into his own. First of all, he's tapping into some like it's, it's real therapy form with this this project. It's the difference between like just him going in the booth and just spin some bars. Like it's coming from places, it's well thought out concepts. He hitting me up and giving me the ideas for the beats. Like he telling me, like, this is how I want it to sound, this is how I want it to come out. I want this to come in right here and then echo. Like he's like that. I'm like, okay. So he he's really like putting his arms to this. So he's working on something that's gonna be dope. Um I'm still always working with uh crook we we always looking for back that's one thing about crooked eye he's a very thorough individual um my relationship with him is, is strong so he's he's always like yo send me this I'm, I'm gonna see if we can get on this i'm gonna see if we can get on that and i just appreciate that um and yeah we're still working on this we're not working on pre rolls too. we're about to start releasing that uh <laughs> um, Floyd had came to the pre-roast We had a listening party Like all the way back in April mm-hmm. He like They was going They love that re- They love the project That's why he's mm-hmm. like Yo when are you dropping this Because I already heard it But it's actually yeah. some other stuff We added to it And some tweaks we made So But it's done though For, for sure We're just trying okay. to figure out The best way to roll it out And other than that um, I don't know I just really got into my Twitch lately uh, Like You know I like games I like beats I like mm-hmm. rapping and Twitch is a platform. This ain't no uh, sponsorship or nothing, but it's just a platform <laughs> that I can use to do that and grow my yeah. own audience. You can just tune into the Diz channel. Like, yep. it's just specifically for me, you're not looking for nobody else. So that's that's been cool. People have been coming there and talking. I've just been trying to build that up and, and be as entertaining as, as possible yeah man that's why my setup looked like this I, if i didn't have a twitch yeah. trust me it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't look like
0: that. <laughs> for all the people for all the people listening to the audio uh and if you haven't seen the video of this yet the, his setup <laughs> is immaculate so i'm trying to understand how like actually i'm not gonna be selfish i'm gonna just ask the question yeah. my original question when how did you well do you do your own visuals because not only with your setup, but I also oh, yeah. noticed like videos that you put out back in the day, like when mm-hmm. you were in college nowadays, when you put stuff on your YouTube channel or on social, are you the one like that's recording and editing your own videos or how do you, how have you
1: figured that out? It's uh, actually. All right. So in college, um, we were, uh, we, we kind of just hired people to do our visuals. Um our main guy, our go-to guy, uh, was Rose Shot Me. Um, he goes by Miles High now. He moved to Cali. but he's a, a well-known artist. I'm sure you could find him somewhere because he's always his his work or his. He might be putting a cartoon on the story or anything, but he goes by Miles High. Um, he did all our visuals for a long time, and I used to just watch how he worked. It was like he comes in and he kind of always already has a vision for things. He already has his lighting set up. He's just like, boom, stand here. And he'd just be randomly putting up some type of prop. And he's like, all right, stand here. And then look this direction. And I'm like, that's kind of dope how you can do that. Mm -hmm. So watching him do that, I was like, you know what? You know, some years, years later, um, (laughs) this thing happened called uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. COVID happened. So now people are working from home. Um, and because you're at home a lot, now you got to find things to do. So I'm like, I wonder how hard it is to like shoot a video, make videos. Let me go on, let me go to YouTube university and see what that's like. So I just started going through a rabbit hole of watching YouTube videos and like lighting and, and, and direction and lenses and cameras and editing. And then I'm just like, you know what, I think I'm gonna shoot videos. So I just started, uh, I bought, I mean, I got a camera as a gift uh, for Christmas. Thanks to my wife. Thank you. I love you, Ty. Um, she, she got me that to get started. I started investing in lenses. And during that whole pandemic when we was working from home, during my lunch breaks, and during any breaks, I just go on YouTube or university and just look up how to do something. And then i put that into practice. And then I'll get good at that. Then I learn to do something else. And I put it into practice. So the only reason I shoot videos is because we were stuck in the house. And I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna try to learn this thing. So uh that's how it's just kind of how I learned to shoot videos, literally just watching YouTube all day and just putting the time in to practice and practice mm-hmm. editing and figuring out how I want my videos to look. So our first videos came from Roe. Um during this time that I'm learning the videos, I'm I'm texting him because we, you know, that's my that's my guy. So I'm texting him. I'm like, yo, how did you do this? Or how do you how would you do this if you had to do it? And then he'd tell me he'd break it down to like, okay, you want to make sure your lighting is set here. You want to make sure, or you can use this program to edit this. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I learned, just kind of subconsciously taking in everything that he was doing when he was shooting our videos and kind of incorporating into how I shoot uh, my videos. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, man, if ain't nobody told you this yet, you a bad man if you can write, <laughs> produce
0: a record and shoot your own music video. You don't need no Ain't no middleman. There's no such thing as a middleman. Exactly. At that like point, that. I just thought this just came to mind. I got to I got to get your take on this as far as production goes, because mm-hmm. I, I got some of my personal favorites. But with Detroit music and Detroit sound being the thing and being more mainstream and being hot right now, who would you say if you had to do the top five producers from from the D? Or from Michigan, mm, who who, yeah. would
1: you, who would you who throw in there? Okay, so first, I mean, we can go just what's, what's popping right now. Hell of a got Detroit on the map. So heavy right now. Yes, sir. Everybody got a hell of a beat. And Listen, like,
0: hell of a been at it since we was, man,
1: elementary, middle school? Right. Absolutely. Like, hell of a, he, he, he just, I just seemed like he always got his finger on the pulse and he... He set the he just he set the sound of like this is what Detroit music sounds like. Yeah, this is it. And if you got a hell of a beat, it's going to sound like a Detroit joint, yep. regardless. Yep. So And he always know, I mean, know how to he knows how to perfectly flip those timeless classics. Exactly. He he makes sure that every his channel know his mixing is phenomenal. Like, and he's actually mute like. A musician on the keys, like a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff ain't just samples, he's he's recreating a lot of those melodies too. Oh my god! And then, um, I don't know, it just seemed like he always got his finger on the pulse, like L.Y., my brother, he got a few hell of a joints, mm-hmm. like they 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 met each other, they recorded in the studio together, like in person. So, yeah, man, hell of a is to see him just being like uh the producer, the go to producer in Detroit, to being like the go to producer nationwide is dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so hell of them. I'm gonna just shout out to you, salute to you, man. Um, we got the legend Dilla. You know yes. what I'm saying? Rest in peace. Um, I got some producer friends that I thoroughly enjoy. I'm gonna go with um this is where it might get biased, but for me, genius, genius, Chris Wells, that whole uh street gang production, salute to y'all. They are fire. They actually got just got a joint with Method Man. They on oh, method wow. Man's last album, nice. Uh, so, they fire. salute to them. Um, I'm gonna throw myself in there. Uh, not to be, you know, that guy. But I'm, <laughs> I'm that guy. No. Top five. <laughs> Top five. Top five. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> Who else gonna say it? If I don't say it? I'm gonna just get the triangle. I'm in there. And then, um, Royce, Royce, the five nine. Actually, he's been making his last album. He produced all of that. By uh, Booker Ryan Now, Booker Ryan, Um, uh, hold on, let me figure out the name of it. It's the last one that he, the one that came right after Booker Ryan. Well, after that, okay. But uh, yeah, he produced all of his records, and I actually got a chance to listen to that album in person before it came out. Um, The Allegory, there it is. The Allegory. Okay, okay. Um, I got to listen to that album before it came out and I had to reconfirm, like, you made all of these. I, like, yeah, I, of these. I'm like, I actually got a funny story on how I met him.
0: Um, let, us, let us know. Give us the exclusive. We love so, exclusive on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, okay, so like I said, um, during this time, this was 2019, so, um, you know, Crook just randomly texted me, hey, yo, I'm in Detroit. I'm up at Heaven Studio. You want to come up? Come up and meet Royce I'm like yes sir I'm on my way so <laughs> I stopped everything I'm doing I tell my wife yo I'm about to meet Royce she's like all right I got the kids go go get out the house mm-hmm. I'm like bet get dressed I head over there um and now I'm very nervous I'm an awkward person in person <laughs> so I'm like yo this is I'm about to just I'm first of all I'm just showing up I'm thinking I'm about to meet Crook outside and then we walk in together that's a whole different vibe he was already there. So now I gotta I just gotta walk up to heaven studio or walk to the door and just introduce myself and hope that's good enough to get in this mug. You know what I'm saying? This is Royce's studio. He built by hand. So I'm sure he's very secure about his stuff. So I'm pulling up, I'm outside just nervous. Like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Like, all right, just, <laughs> let's just let's just get it done. So You know, I walk up because Royce is my favorite rapper. Let's let's get this straight. He's he's one of the goats. Mm -hmm. He's my favorite rapper. So I've been a Royce fan since uh, I was 19. Mm -hmm. So this is like, yo, I finally get to meet this man. So I rang the ring. He got a ring camera. I rang the bell and nobody's coming. So I'm like, ah, maybe, maybe I should just hit up Crook. So, cause prior to this, I just been hitting Crook up, but he's not picking up the phone and I'm outside the outside heaven studio. So I'm like, okay, nobody picking up. Nobody responding to the text. I'm like, all right, this is about to be a fry. So I run the bell. Nobody came and I just sat there and I see a figure coming, you know, like through the tinted glass of the door. He opened and uh, he's like, Hey, how you doing, man? Came, shake, shook my hand. Open the door all the way. I thought it was going to be one of those situations where you just like crack it open you lick it, like peek out, like, yo, like, <laughs> Can I help you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he like opened the door. Hey, like, how you doing, man? I'm like, hey, how you doing? He dabbed me up, gave me a hug. It was like, you want to, you want to drink something? You want an energy drink? I'm like, nah. And it was like, you would um, you would Al? I'm like, no, nah, I'm with a, I'm a Crook. I'm with a dig. She's like, oh, this, this is Royce. By the way, talking to me, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a crook. He's like, okay, come, come through. We just back here listening to my album. So he got me a little Monster Energy drink, and he was just cool. We just had a conversation, I'm like you know, I actually been here before because I know I do a lot of work with his brother, uh, Kid vicious. I'm mm-hmm. Like, you know, I was here before uh, for the cipher or whatever. Like, oh yeah, you you been here before? That's what's up, man. Then we came back and. I see Crook. I see why he wasn't picking up the phone. He literally was sitting there, eyes closed, just listening to the music like this phone sitting like five feet away. <laughs> and then I'm like, I had to like, hey, <laughs> like, what up, bro? Hey, what up? And yeah, man, we just did that. That we spent that night uh, or that evening uh, listening to the allegory before it even came out. Yeah. And I just asked him some questions about it. And we took some pictures. We shot the video. So that picture and that video that I always post on my page, it came from that evening. So phenomenal. Heat, phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, I got
0: to ask you, man, now that you, uh, you know, you, you keep stunting on us and dropping all these uh, celebrity names. I need hey, to man. know. I need to know now that you tapped in. Do you have yeah. any dream projects or dream people you would like to work with, produce with, feature on, have a feature on your stuff? Because uh, on Black Fridays, we like to put in the universe, man, and, and yeah. uh, see it come back. So I wanted to see who you look forward to working with in the future.
1: Um, there's a few people. It's about to be a, a wide range of artists. So I'm going to start locally. So not locally, Um, but we're going to start from the city. Two people I want to work with. Uh, one, Courtney Bell. Uh, fire. Courtney Bell is fire. We actually already got a song together called like Buffy's and Red Wings. That was from like a different time. That was like years, years back. He actually recorded that in my apartment at the time. So I want to see now that we have both had our growth, we both you know experienced life. We got mm-hmm. whole new like mindsets and things. I want to see what the new is and 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 Courtney Bell project song because at that time he was going by Kid, the Kid LC. So I want to see what the the new. I'm sure I got something for him that really like that, that. I don't know, man. I just know the chemistry right there was phenomenal. The chemistry was so good. We recorded that Red Wings and Buffs. I know right now with our growth, it's gonna be crazy. Right. So Courtney, Bill, I could just, I, we we gonna work on something. Um, Sada <laughs> baby, because listen, I love Sada baby as much as I mm-hmm. like bars and blah blah blah. Sada be spitting and Sada mm-hmm. just got energy, and I just <laughs> I became a Sada baby fan like two years ago, a year ago. Mm-hmm. I used to be real like I ain't listening, none of that. that ain't that ain't real hip hop. No, boy is fire. Boy is yep. cold. He's a good yes. time. You know what I'm saying? I want to do something Kyle. for him. You definitely. And he's, and he, I, from what I'm hearing, he's real thorough about, you know, he's real thorough, real cool. So I wanted to get that done. Um, and then, here's some dream joints. Um, I always wanted to do something for Schoolboy Q. Mm. I want to do something for Currency. I want to do something for Schoolboy Q Currency. I want to do something for Westside Boogie. Um... Now, who else? That I'm really listening to. Um, I think I can do something good for Benny the Butcher too. Mm-hmm. Those those are the ones I would <laughs> I'd say I'm I'm actively working on. Or anytime I make a beat, it's with them in mind. So, yeah, yeah. Currency, Benny the Butcher, Side of Baby, Cordy Bell, um, Westside Boogie, Schoolboy Q, yeah. That's a that's a side of that's
0: a <laughs> lineup, man. So now now that we got that in the queue, if these people want to reach out to you, so let's say you know just come across out of baby page, how how can they get in contact with you? What's the best way to to get in touch with you? Give us your handles, websites, all that good stuff.
1: Uh, my brother did on everything, on absolutely everything. To I I made it a point to not have four different usernames because mm-hmm. that's what I used to be rolling with. My brother did on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, anything. You need my Gmail, myBrotherDiz at gmail.com. Um everything is my if my name is in it. And it's a very unique name that nobody though they didn't put those three words together. Luckily. Hopefully. You know, in the future, I don't have to buy any websites that just randomly say, My brother did. Just just, (laughs) just buy buy, up on the domain. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, that's my brother did on everything.
0: Dope, dope. With this, man, this was super dope, man. Very proud of you and everything you, you accomplished and the, and the growth. It's really – I knew you was talented back in high school, and it's great to I see that you it. stuck with it because mm-hmm. to see your, your growth, man, it's starting to to pay off and definitely only beginning. I know you probably feel like you're only scratching the surface and yeah, you got so man. much more to do, man. Just, just keep giving us that – that fire and drop that pre roast too. So you can uh, get people off your back, man.
1: Definitely. I'm sorry, y'all. It's coming. (laughs) It's coming. I'm telling you, it's going to be well worth it. Floyd knows well worth it. That's why he like, yo, just drop it. Right. Right.
0: (laughs) So I I look forward to hearing that, man. I look forward to seeing everything that you got cooking up and coming up in the near future,
1: man. I really appreciate you pulling up to black Fridays today. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. It's a great time, man. Dope podcast. By the way, I did check out earlier episodes. I forgot to tell you you. that earlier. Thank you.
0: Thank you, man. That's high praise coming from coming from you, man. You at the you at the top. You at the top of the mountain. So I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. But uh everybody listening, we'll tap in with y'all later on and um talk to y'all soon. Deuces,
1: thanks.